Alan B, you know what I'm saying? We back with episode eight of the Say No More podcast, and this is part two of episode eight. We back to you know rock with y'all, talk about some more hip hop, you know what I'm saying, and finish up some some of the conversation that we was having last time. You know, especially uh, we left off, I believe, on you know the expectations of a lot of hip hop classic projects that have had sequels. And, uh, you know, some of the, some people are definitely going to be dropping some joints this year, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, before we get into all of that, you know what I'm saying? Everything being, you know, it's been a crazy little weekend hip hop with all of this King of New York talk and this, that, and the third, it's a bunch of other podcasts popping up where, uh, different artists and one of them being our favorite artist, one of our favorite artists, uh, Joey Badass, uh, did a joint that came out on a title, you know what I'm saying? And I believe it's called the 47 podcast, if I'm not mistaken, or 40... yeah, it's supposed to be a 47 minute podcast, but the first episode, um, I think ran double that time, which makes sense because you, you had South T. And you had um, Ben Staples, so you you always want to hear those two guys talk. So I wasn't mad that, you know, I was actually glad it wasn't forty seven years. Exactly, exactly. I'm not I'm not too mad at that either. Um, I didn't get to watch the full thing, but uh, the vibe seemed very, you know, very diff- very cool. You know, what I'm saying like a, it was it was a different take on. Uh, listening to the typical podcast you know what I'm saying where you had some dudes they didn't have they didn't look like ain't nobody had mics in their hands I don't know if they were mic'd up or anything like that but um yeah they had mics at the like oh, over the cameras like you know they wanted to go oh like the boom okay alright yeah, cool, boom, cool. Yeah. got you so that was a different take it just seemed like they was lounging relaxing type of thing you know what I'm saying so it was cool um, I'm not sure how often that's going to come, but anytime I get to listen to Joey, which is one of the voices of, uh, today's MCs, you know what I'm saying? And, um, Vince Staples, who's incredible and especially Styles P like them two minds in general, being able to, uh, just kind of sit down, chop it up. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, uh, I think that's dope. Um, I know Fat Joe has a podcast, um, I'm not, I think I've heard of a couple other people starting up some, some joints, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, let me, let me talk my shit real quick. We here to create, and I'm speaking this into existence. This is supposed to, this is the, the goal with this is to be one of the best hip hop podcasts of all time. And we're, you know, covering the culture of hip hop as well as the music of hip hop, as well as we, you know, in future episodes, we'll be covering DJing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I will be adding in elements of like, you know, different people that do graffiti, you know what I'm saying? And other people that also bring, we'll be, we'll be hitting you with topics of different books out there and documentaries, which is all about the knowledge, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and highlighting if we, if we can get, you know, um, to a video standpoint, we can showcase people that are still breakdancing and still adding dance elements to push the culture forward because this is all about the culture as well as anything that me and B like, you know, when it comes to like film, comedy, you know, this, that, and the third. And, you know what I'm saying? We're we, we going to sprinkle all of that in there, but it's all going to have 
hip hop culture in mind at the end of the day. So that's our goal here. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to anybody that's doing anything to pull push the culture forward. But this is the same no more podcast and let's go ahead and get into it. You know what I'm saying? So um what you wanna start with today, V? Um I mean a lot of stuff's been going on. Um something I wanted to bring up uh, a few weeks back was Little Wayne and Jules Santana you know, they had a picture together and they captioned, you know, I can't feel my face, you know, would you guys kind of like to hear it? So I, we was going to talk about that, but then um, there's news that Jules had a gun at the airport, like in his bag, and now he kind of is on a run. So I don't, that's kind of unfortunate because that also affects Dipset. Because mm-hmm. we, we know Dipset was planning to do their whole rollout with the album mm-hmm. and, and so I, I don't know how it's going to go this is just all stuff I, I've read online but you know it is, it is what it is but that's you know it's unfortunate that that happened but yeah that's something I wanted to bring up because you know those were you know that that was a hot duo at that time and then I was wondering if you you know if you like to hear music from them but I don't know where that's going to go now. Well, I just pulled up the picture um, with the two of them in the studio. Uh, both look pretty healthy. You know what I'm saying? Just going off. Of, I'm just looking at different things that you can get from a picture. You know, they, they're they in the studio. I see a mic. I see uh looks like a good, I guess, vibe to be in the studio nowadays, how people rock. Um, I can't say they look hungry or anything like that, but you know, it's all about the the picture nowadays. But, um, if I'm reading and I'm getting this information from, you know, we'll always shout out the source or whatever I'm getting it from complex. Uh, basically it says it's been 11 years since we've seen the mixtape. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Did that mixtape actually come out or did we just get a couple of tracks? Um, I remember there was kind of like a put together, yeah, almost like a. They they did a lot of songs. They did a handful of songs, maybe up to eight or ten, if I remember, just without going back. But they did Black Republicans. There was something that there was something that came out, kind of like I want to say, not like an official drop, but there was something that did drop, but nothing. Nothing like really official came out, but I remember there was there was some music out there between them, and it was all fire. You know, they they had a they had a really good chemistry, and that's when Jules was in his you know in his lane, just you know doing his thing. So um, hmm. now, I mean, I I I I'd be interested to see you know what kind of music they put out, just because you know we haven't heard Jules in in forever. Mm-hmm. So it would have been good to kind of, you know, get some new music. Obviously, from Little Wayne, it's always good to at least hear where he's at. But unfortunately, Carter Five is still not out. And I don't know if he scrapped it a bunch of times or if this is going to be music from back then. I'd be interested to kind of hear where, you know, if it ever does come out, what it's going to sound like. Because I'm sure he has, he probably has some a huge catalog mm-hmm. of songs that, you know, that, you know, are just somewhere in a vault that need, you know, that, that are out. But, you know, hopefully that comes out sometime. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to go a little, uh, stay on this uh, topic a little bit because truth be told, as I'm looking at it, you know, there's like the little hyperlinks and all of that stuff. So uh, Complex also posted something else, um, which if you click on the hyperlink, it'll say, you know, Lil Wayne Jewel, Lil Wayne Jewel Santana, I can't feel my face. Um, yeah, it never came out. It, it it wasn't like the official album or mixtape or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, like you said, it was a put together thing. There was a number of tracks that they did. One of them being uh, when Jordan Tower Films was were, were the go to for the mixtape video. You know what I'm saying? It would end up on like a um, you know like a a Scoob Doo or a, um, what was the other joint? The Come Up. DVD or maybe a smack DVD, you know what I'm saying? Back when those was like, you know, now we got the internet where you can get all of that stuff, but all of that was just available on DVD in the streets at the time. Um, there's a 50 unreleased albums we'd kill to hear. And there's a number of albums. I was just scrolling through the list of certain albums that, you know, we just never got. So um, that's one of them. That's number 29. Lua. Lil Wayne and Joel Santana, I can't feel my face. They did release a couple of these records recently, like the Bloody Mary joint, which was kind of over the Machiavelli beat. And um, uh, I think, was there another one? I heard that one. And um, it was cool. It was cool. Like, like at that time, I remember Joel's was working with a number of different people, and Joel's was hot. So I'm... I beg the question right now, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Lil Wayne, by all intents of the word hot, is not one of the hottest rappers right now. And Jewel's still has to make the comeback because his another I was like I said, I was just scrolling through this list. Jewel's uh third album, Born to Lose, Built to Win, is on this list. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you, if you want to add to this list right now, the Carter five would probably be on this list of albums that haven't come out yet. So, um, I think it would be a good warm up to something, you know what I'm saying? To kind of show where the two of them are at. If you look at the way that albums that mixtapes sound like albums nowadays, I think that could be a good, uh, I think it could be a good project, but I could tell you this though, my man, uh, will, you know what I'm saying? Shout to him and his podcast, each one teach one out there. He definitely dropped a new episode this morning. So go check that out. Um, I could say this, my man, will was pretty much like he kind of straight on a Lil Wayne records, you know what I'm saying? That they had just came out because he's tired of Lil Wayne, you know, being a blood on every single record, you know what I'm saying? Sue whoop this, sue whoop that. I, I guess this is the question that I'm kind of leaning towards with you. Wayne has had a long career. He's tried a number of different things. At this particular point, do you want to hear the Carter Five? Um, I... And do this uh, as a two-part question. How'd you feel about the Carter Four? And do you want to hear a Carter Five? You want me to answer the Carter Five or the Carter Four first? Uh, four first. 
Carter Four was fun. I, I think it was dope. Um, I'm trying to remember the what was on there. Just give me a second. Six foot seven foot was a single. All right, so my let's start with six foot seven foot. Okay. I I wholeheartedly to this day think that that is a Corey Gunn song. Okay. And I really think Corey Gunn wrote that. Because mm. if you, if you hear the bar like the bars on this song, Wayne has never he's never rapped like this before. I mean the flow, the just every everything, just the lyrics. I really and I think Corey was added to this just to kind of say, you know what, I'm gonna put you on this. But I really I don't know why because when I first I mean the song is is one of his best singles, best songs, but it just. That's Corey. Like, if you, if you, I don't know if you he kept up with Corey after. Oh, at that time, I was on it. That's when he had that. Uh, that's yeah. what the fuck I'm talking about mixtape. That yeah, shit was that, hard. That's that, that's Baraka. Like, there's a lot of hard songs on there, but um, and yeah, and this funk flex freestyle is still crazy. Um, I don't know. I always thought that was his song. Now for the CD, I thought it was. I thought it was dope. I mean, I didn't like the bonus tracks at all. Like, I thought the album kind of—I don't know it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the best part of the album, to be honest. Okay. I, I mean, think, I'm kind of looking was, at. I would put that. I would put that probably at the bottom mm-hmm. of the Carter album, just because I didn't like how to hate. Um, John was dope. But, I didn't like abortion. I don't remember so special how to love. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like that. Blunt blown was decent. Like this wasn't a. He had Drake on here twice. The outro. I, I like nightmares on the bottom was dope. He had the um, interlude will, with Tech Nine. She will, she will was fire, and then all the the ones with not you know like the. Um, what are those the interludes and the intros and outros with all the artists under those was fire um those those was dope but it, it just kind of felt like a lot was going on it, it just felt like this album was put together it was kind of like thrown together and they were trying to reach for different um it, it just felt like they were reaching on some of these songs but yeah i mean it went I, double platinum you know what i'm saying well it's, yeah this was like at the peak I think this was like the peak of his career right after three. Well, three was three may have been the peak of his career, by, but I think by four, I think he had a lot of hate on him because he he was at one point the hottest rapper in the game. I mean, like leading up to the Carter three, that was probably peak Wayne. That's when the whole world was on Little Wayne. I mean, you couldn't talk about another rapper. I mean, he was on. He was pretty much the face of hip hop. Um, right leading up to the Carter three, and then right after the three, and then four. I'm not saying it, it was a decline, but that's when, you know, he he started getting a lot of hate on him, and you know, when you when you that big for so you know and that long, and you know that's when the hate comes. But I, it wasn't my favorite. Um, no. Now, do I want to hear a five? Mm-hmm. I, I I'm interested in hearing five if we have music from. I want to say it's probably been done for what four years now, mm-hmm. or at least three years. Well, so this I'm album interested. came out in 2011. So this, the okay, so four came out in 11. So I want to say 
he's obviously been working on it since 11, but I, you know, I want to say this album's probably been done for a while, and he probably put on a lot of new songs. Mm-hmm. I I personally like to kind of, I, I want to hear it, to be honest. I, I want to hear a, a Carter Five. Am I super ecstatic about it? Not necessarily. Um, Lil Wayne is one of my, definitely one of my all-time favorites. Not saying he's top ten or anything like that, but I've enjoyed Lil Wayne since the Cash Money games when they had Reebok, what are the T's and Bows and... I forgot what they call it, but it was your bold jean, white tees, and Reebok. So I've been down a little Wayne since then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been a huge Wayne fan. But at the same time, it's hard. I mean, he's, he's in his 30s, so it's hard to be re- – I mean, we have to give him credit. He came in as a, as a teenager, mm-hmm. and, and, and you got to think it's hard to be this consistent, that good for that long. And then you kind of, I would say this too, is you kind of lose your love for hip-hop if you can't do what you do, which is release music. Because obviously he's released a lot of mixtapes, but it's not the same as an album. It's almost like his career was stalled. So maybe he's lost that love for, for rapping. Um, mm. if, you know, based on all the stuff that's happened after the Carter um, 4 drop. Yeah, I mean, so we're talking about seven years ago you know what i'm saying seven years ago the carter four had three hundred thousand downloads in its first four days online it broke the uh, itunes record that was set by watch the throne and in the first week it sold nine hundred sixty four thousand copies so it achieved the highest first week album sales since lady gaga's born this way so in the second week, it dropped like 77%, but still sold 219. You know what I'm saying? On November 16, 2011, it was certified double platinum. And uh, February 2012, it did 3.5 million worldwide. So at this point in the U.S., it's still double, but three and a half worldwide. Um I coming from that and from that wave, cause I know uh, the Carter two and the Carter three, you know what I'm saying? Those were the Carter two was like getting him there. The Carter three got him there. And at that point he had arrived. So yeah, you're correct when you say like, this was the peak, you know what I'm saying? But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know if, uh, you know, with rappers coming out nowadays and people are, like, doing 100-something, you know what I'm saying, maybe even 200-something, like, they did a whole little poll between, like, Nikki and what Nikki was going to sell. Was she going to do over 200K or under 200K with her album? Same thing with Cardi. I think 200K is, like, the marking point, you know what I'm saying, for a big-time superstar rapper nowadays, you know what I'm saying? I think... Eminem might have did something like that. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about some of the big blockbuster names that were huge at the time. I forget what Jay-Z did, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to 444, but we're going to stick on Wayne. I don't want to bring them other. They're not part of my point. Um, 
I feel like at this point, uh, Wayne, you know, especially with all of the troubles and things like that, I feel like the album would need to be more personal. You know what I'm saying? Like what he's been talking about. I mean, what he's been going through over the years. Like, I don't think that, you know, because if you think about a six foot, seven foot came off the hills of a milli. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that you can use the same formula where it comes like you, you know, because Drake is out at this point. You didn't have Drake for um, Carter 3, but you had him for Carter 4, and he's on two records. You know what I'm saying? I don't think uh, lining him up with Legends is going to do it. You know what I'm saying? I think that Wayne is just going to have to drop something that he hasn't dropped before to be able to command rap the way that he has in the past. And I'm not talking about like rock or anything like that. I think he might have to get on his, you know, as people are, you know, tailoring it now, like the 444 type of thing and give people something, you know, real that they can, you know, hold on to. I don't, I don't think it should be something. If if it's a, if it's anything that kind of sounds like the music, like the pulse of today, I really think you could just get in there with Manny Fresh and kind of do your thing and keep your fan base. Wayne has an, a huge fan base, but I'm just hoping that if it does come out, whenever it comes out, I'm just hoping that we're getting Wayne. I hope we're not getting a bunch of people to try to make sure that Wayne still sounds like the times. And to a degree, I think that might be the beef. I'm, I think that might be the beef. I think creatively, you know what I'm saying, between the label, between Birdman, between the numbers that he, you know, kind of had on the last run, I think they really are expecting something like this of Wayne. And these records that are being thrown out there right now, including these dedications, the mixtapes, the freestyles, all of that stuff is to see if people are still rocking with it, if they're still excited for it. And I think it's mainly off the name because the music itself you know what I'm saying? It's not a lot behind the music. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at the three Carters, the way that he set those up and, you know, the the cool stuff that he did with one and two and then number three was just, like, hits and, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was deep records. It was all of that. Wayne was, he was in a different space. You know what I'm saying? And I think things changed when it went to four, but he still sold because he had a couple of singles that did really, really, really well. So I'm just, I don't know. I think you do kind of get with Bangladesh to give that kind of, you know, throwback feel, but then, you know, the production got to be right too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping that if it really does come out, I kind of feel like if you have some great records that were on there, try to keep what is amazing and great and Wayne working as hard as he does in the studio. I think you scrap everything else that you kind of feel is not, you know, impactful, you know what I'm saying? Because when I look back at those old Wayne records, that's what people are going to compare you to. It's, it's what have you done for me lately? Obviously this top t- day and age in the game, but it's also, if you're a legend, what is it as good as your last one? And is it better? It has to be better than a Carter four. And the the problem is going to be people are going to, you know, especially if somebody like an academic is going to look at the numbers and everything else. So I think you just got to say screw the numbers and you got to just make good music. And I hope Wayne still has that in him and still wants to create good music, because if not, 
it's going to get the same thing. You're going to hear it, and then we're going to move on to the next thing. That's kind of how it is, and I, I hope it's not that because I don't want to look at Lil Wayne like that. I became a fan of him even more off the Carters, and if we're going to continue with a sequel or a trilogy or a saga, whatever the hell you want to call it, I'm just hoping that it's going to be that. I sent you a video last time to kind of switch the subject um, with the Red Man joint, Muddy Waters 2. How do you feel about Muddy Waters 2? Because my opinion, I kind of feel like as hard as Red Man has been working on this, because I follow him on the gram and he's working, he's doing other features for other people. Red Man is still one of the uh, hardest MCs and one of the most consistent MCs when it comes to you know, his pen game and everything else. I know he still writes. He's not one of the people saying, like, I just get in the booth and do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Trying to take that whole, you know, wave and all of that stuff. And he, Redman always being a producer and producing on his own records, I think he's just wanting his sound to sound a certain way. I don't think that he's harping on, you know, just, uh, he might look at Muddy Waters and a lot of people might look at Muddy Waters as one of his most successful albums um, and, and classic albums in, in his head. Because I did learn that he cannot stand Dare's a Dark Side as great as an album as it is. He he hates it. You know what I'm saying? It's one of his least liked albums that he said in an interview out of his own mouth because he said he was on bad drugs and doing a whole bunch of shit at the time. And he don't even remember making the album. But. I think he wants to kind of take it back to that just hard beats, rhymes, and I really don't see a problem with it if you're going to just take it back to the essence of what it was in that, you know, mindset, like, okay, this is going to be a part two of what I was doing then. I don't think he's trying to recreate the classic, but I think he's just going to go in with that mentality. And from that video, I thought that shit sounded hard. You know what I'm saying? So, and he's been trying to get the production and sample clearances pro- right and done right. So, I'm excited. I can't wait for it because this is something that we're probably actually going to get. You know what I'm saying? There's, you know, I'm going to let you answer the question, but remember, we still waiting on Young OG 2. You know what I'm saying? Which the first one was fire and it was hard. So, how do you feel about Red Man Muddy Waters 2? snippet um i'm ex- i'm excited um just because it, it felt i felt the energy that is, is kind of missing from i want to not say new york but just from hip-hop it felt like i heard a new sound or a familiar sound but it didn't sound old it didn't sound new it sounded like red man so if he has that type of energy in the bars was, was hard too so i i, I know he can still rap so I, I'm actually excited for it. Now, calling it Muddy Waters 2, you know, we always have this debate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like the only Bill for Cuban Links 1 and 2, it, it's it's hard to recreate magic in a, in a classic. So mm-hmm. I'm not mad at him for calling it. I think I think in this, in this scenario, since he hasn't really been out in a long time, and this is almost like his, I don't want to say a rebirth back to his, his career, not saying he hasn't been rapping, but it, it's been a minute since he's checked for Red Man. I'll be, you know, we'll be real. Okay. Um, but being honest, yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I'll be honest. I mean, a little bit after Doc's name, 
I forgot um, what was after that, but I want to say, not saying I haven't played them since then, but that was kind of like around the last time, I'll be honest, of, of checking for them. Because I've been, I've been with them since day one, you know, so I can even act like a, I'm a new Redman fan. Okay. Um, but I think in, in this case, it seems it seems it seems right because it's like okay, Money Waters do Redman's back out, and that that title would bring more eyes to the album versus naming it, let's say you know Jersey Jersey Legend or or whatever you can name a Redman album. Okay. But I, I think it's appropriate, and and like you said, he wasn't. That's interesting that he said that, but it makes sense because I think you would probably hear Eminem say something similar about an album he made when he was going through all the drugs and, and you know, hard times of being a celebrity and being famous that we probably love, but it's probably like a nightmare when you revisit, um, you know, those type of albums. So that kind of brings perspective now that I think about it. Maybe he does like making these type of fans these type of songs and albums now I think about it with Eminem because he's not in that same state of mind hmm. not to kind of jump topics but that, maybe that that's probably where he, he likes to be at so that's just, that's an interesting take but I'm, I'm excited for it okay well to stay on sequels you know what I'm saying um, uh, how so you sent me you text me off air, obviously, uh, about Blueprint 2 and 2.1. Um, Man. What are we, we talking? What are we doing with that? How we, how we I, fit? Man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it a fuck, dog. Oh, like, man. Blueprint 2, it did not age well, dog. Mm. I mean, I... I had I have not I had not played Blueprint two and not I mean I love Jay here you know I love Jay Z but I hadn't played Blueprint two in a long ass time. Okay. And I was going through it and I was like, damn, there's some there's a lot of misses on there, and okay. that kind of got me looking at all the stuff he did with Timberland like total like all the stuff he's done over, you know, the course of all their years, but it, there wasn't a lot of... I'm trying to think of what Timberland had on there. Mm-hmm. He had he, he had Too Many Hoes, The Bounce, and I think he had What You Gonna Do on there. Mm-hmm. And did you like any of those? I mean, did you like... I, I did you like those songs? I'm gonna keep it a book. We're going to keep it a buck, because that's what we do on the show. You know what I'm saying? We keep it a buck on here, right? So this was joint... Okay, so this album dropped day after my birthday, November 12, 2002. It's 112 minutes and two seconds. Um, It features production from uh, Big Chuck, Charlemagne, Digger, Dre... Ron Feemster, Heavy D, Just Blaze, Jimmy Kendricks, The Neptunes, No ID, Timberland, and Kanye West. When you hear those names, you automatically think that this is going to be some shit. This is going to be fire. 
the problem that some people had is that there's two discs. So we're talking 11 tracks on the first joint, 14 on the second. Um, Following up the blueprint and everything that was stated on the blueprint, you know, the album being done in, what, a weekend? Um, You had a lot of fire from Ye. You had fire from Bink. You had fire from Just Blaze, who... It seems at the time and history has told like Bink was the only one that didn't sign the in-house producer deal or whatever negotiations were made at Rockefeller. So therefore, Bink did his work and kind of went and did his thing. He's made a great career for himself. We love Bink. You know what I'm saying? Um, but when it comes to just Blaze and Kanye, we see how their careers went with that. So with that being said, I'm looking at the production and we have definitely way more just blaze on here than Kanye, because I'm assuming at the time, what is it, 2002 Kanye comes out 2004 Kanye is away working on other people's stuff and his own album at that time. So, because I think Kanye started recording stuff for college dropout in 99 actually so at this time just blaze has a heavy amount of production especially on the second discs disc um we're gonna get into this track by track a dream and and also before we do okay my my main my second thing and we'll get into that is is the 2.1 so i know he had a chance to put out you know, um, bonus tracks, but it, it looks like he condensed the album. So I always wonder if he felt like these were the best songs. Okay. And then I would want to know what ten you would move, or you know, at least ten you would move to make a two point one. If um, you know, if if we're making a two point one and we're saying, you know what, that was too much. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
it's a Jay album, but we're going to expect a lot of features on it, because Jay don't even have as many features, if you really think about it, on an album. Let me ask you and something. And it felt like he wanted to do some songs that he probably always dreamed about doing, and he wanted to do it all at once. So it kind of felt like maybe an album he wanted to do all the collabs and just do out do a lot of songs that you know he normally wouldn't do on a on his own personal album. Let me ask you something because uh, this was released. Uh, April 8th and it's funny what you said about the um, of it being like condensed because this when it was you know condensed to it doesn't have the full length and time of what it was like I told you on the last one but this wound up having 17 joints on this one Um, and that's with two bonus tracks and yeah, it kind of seems like it. It kind of seems like um, you know where uh, yeah, like these were the best records that were put together. You know, what I'm saying to be to go ahead and drop one here. Um, huh. I don't know. Let me ask. You, that's what I wanted to ask you. Uh, is this is this considered one of his albums that went number one? Oh, you mean the number? Oh, of course. 2.1. Oh, 2.1? Yeah. Um, I don't even know where the first... I never looked at the numbers on on the first week for 2.1. Well, I'm looking at it I, right now. It was certified gold. That's It doesn't have a lot of information on it. It just says it was certified gold. Uh, it's got the bonus tracks. Um... You know, well, it it's, says he had a 14 Billboard number one album, and then at the top of the 444, how many studio albums did it say he had? Eight, 18? Something more like that. that. Because, oh, you know what? All right, look, here it go right here. Well, this is on Wikipedia. Mind you, this is the source. The source is Wikipedia. Studio albums, Got Reasonable Doubt, In My Lifetime, Hard Not Life, Volume 3, Dynasty, Blueprint. Best of Both Worlds, Blueprint 2, uh, Black Album, Unfinished Business, Kingdom Come, American Gangster, Blueprint 3, Watch the Throne, Magna Carta, 444. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Yeah, nope. So this isn't one of them. This isn't one of them. It says compilation albums is he got a chapter one greatest hits. He got 2.1. He got bring it on another best of Jay-Z joint and then greatest hits volume two. And then he got the collision course and then he got live in Brooklyn. So those are just other albums that he has, but no, this one is not considered it. So, um, but to answer your question, uh, you know, so we can go ahead and jump into the blueprint too. Um, let me see. So we got we got pretty much the best records, I guess, of all of those. This is what the production lineup looks like. It's Kanye, Just Blaze, Dre and Storch, Kanye, Neptunes, No ID, Heavy D, Just Blaze, Just Blaze, Just Blaze, Timberland, Digger, Neptunes, Swiss Beats, Punjabi MC, Charlemagne, and Just Blaze again. So, 
Um, it looks like this is a CD full of fire once again. But again, that's 2.1, and we about to get into a breakdown of the blueprint too. Because I, I agree with everything that you're saying, like utilizing that name and everything else, and it brings a different perspective. I do think that this, I agree with you. I kind of feel like this could have been a dynasty part two, especially with all the, uh, you know, saying all of the, um, what you call it, all the features and everything. So let's get into it. We got a dream. Faith Evans, Biggie's voice, you know what I'm saying? Uh, his vocals being used. Kanye West is the producer on this one. How we feel about Was It All a Dream? You know, I, I, I love that song. Like, well, I think when I first heard it, I, you know, it didn't, it didn't grab me. Um, like, like, well, no, actually it did because it was, it was, it was, I don't know if it's the first time he addressed Biggie in the album, because I know he, I think he said something on volume one on that two short song, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to think if this was, if there was ever a time where he had something like personal about Big on the album, so I think this was a, I, do you remember, or is this? No, I remember like this, first? I remember this. this, this record was hard, this probably, like the, he said something about Big on Volume one. Yeah, like remember that that two short song. Like at the end, he said, "I want big and poster rest." Something on that on that two short song. So I remember that. But I'm like something like this. I think this was like the first time he got heartfelt, and then he put it on there. So that that's what I got from that. So I, I was feeling that. That's a good. That's a good way to open a CD. You know what I'm saying? That's showing respect. Yeah. Nah. He had um. He says something about, um, you know, the city is mine. You know what I'm saying? Remember well, that? The you city know? is all the city is mine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He said, uh, um, don't worry about Brooklyn. I'll continue to flame the four world. The Nisha won't forget your name. You held it down long enough. Let me take those rings. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that was that was the first time. This was deeper. You know what I'm saying? So this was a better... Um, acknowledgement. Um, having replaying the vocals. I mean, who's gonna be mad at some Biggie vocals? And to hear Dream, I think it was a great execution of the song. Uh, Kanye West on the production. Um, it was it was dope. I don't have nothing bad to say about this record. I like this one. You know, what I'm saying we can keep this one because I guess we're gonna keep and throw away, right? So yeah. when you do it like that, so Hovey Baby, produced by Just Blaze, off oh, the back. Man. Incredible. I, I, I gotta say that this is not. Man. I've heard the song. I've heard the song a lot. Man, the beat is the beat is just. You don't like the good. beat? It's not good. I always like this beat. I've, I've wrestled with this for a long time, and it's it's, it's not popping, dog. <laughs> You just can't get with it. I can't do it, man. You think it was too much? Oh, just the OB, like the, you can't come off of the first song. Being a dream. And and a lot of this, too, I was going to tell you, too, or I want to bring up, is it's the sequence. 
sequencing of the album. Mm. One of the most important things you can do is sequence the album and you cannot come off a dream to Hobie Baby because that does not, it just didn't mesh well. So you think, so we're taking Hobie Baby off the album? We're getting it, we're getting it the fuck out of here. Okay. I am. I mean, you can keep it because you said you got, I don't want to have we, how many How many tracks? How many tracks? Twelve, if you want. One to twelve. Damn. All right, hold on. Let me hold it. Hold if we keep in a dream, holy baby. Twelve. Nah, you said it. You yo, yo, yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Nah, nah cause nah, I gotta send said. it in. I gotta send it in. We gotta have a listening session. You know what I'm saying? So right now, maybe I'm in the studio oh, no, no, feeling I'm it. Off your first, off your first, re- your remembrance of it. You were fucking with it, eh? Yeah, I was. Damn, so I'm keep. Okay, okay, okay. Gotta I'm going to hold it. All right, so we're going to hold Hovey Baby down for me. I got a dream. I got Hovey Baby. Next thing we're going to is The Watcher Part 2. Dr. Dre. Rakim is on this record? Nah, you can't be serious. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I think that you get the fuck out of when you already said it. <laughs> Dog, are you kidding? Rockham and Z. Wait, this hold, is, on. This hold is, on. And Doctor Z, yep. You never. You know what, man? I'm gonna come clean, man. I never liked this beat. I didn't. I'm gonna come clean. Beat, I'm come I, clean. I'm not gonna lie. To it's better than what's better, Holy Baby or the Watcher. I'm saying a Watcher. I'll give it that, but I never liked this beat. My problem and the ultimate issue is this is like a slap in the face to the fans because Dre held Rock Cam on a shelf mm-hmm. and he kept being told that an album was coming out. Exactly. And if I'm, if I'm. And this is the thing, Rakim and Rakim and and Jay Z. This is supposed to be history. It's supposed to be one of the. You gotta, you gotta kind of. I don't know. I never, you know, heard any interviews. I'd be interested to read how this came about. Yeah, yeah. I never really followed it, but my issue is that this should have been something epic, and it shouldn't have been on a Jay Z. Do some movie. shit. That's why I don't remember. Like, like you have to get like we were saying, like a Marley Mall or some. or somebody, somebody in the East that's like just or Premier, like whoever, just somebody that can, can facilitate Rakim and his sound. Because Dr. Dre, he can, he's obviously all time great, but he's not doing a Rakim album any justice because it's just not what. Yeah, that's just not a good. Match. And and hold on, didn't this nigga just do the Watcher on Chronic on Chronic two thousand one? Yeah, that's why it's called part two. Why? Why is it on here? Nah, man, I'm getting it the fuck out of here. Me oh, person, yeah, not, I 
I'm not putting on this. Yeah, nope. I'm getting it. I'm getting that record the fuck out of here. So so far, I got a dream. I got Hope V Baby. Peace to the Watcher Part Two. I didn't like. Like I, I'm cool with Dre doing it on 2001. That's the classic. I didn't need that shit on here with this. Me personally, you know what I'm saying? Like artistic, whatever, whatever. I would love to hear that story too. And it's just like damn near six minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's five minutes, 55 seconds. Like, nah, man. Like, that's for me. Jay-Z wrote Dre's first single. Still Dre. Did he write the one with Eminem? Hmm. Hmm. Forgot it. Motherfuckers acting like he forgot about Dre. That song. Feels up to me. The reason why I say that. say that he wrote it. it doesn't say here that he wrote it does it say he wrote the other, it the says, other yeah, one he's, his name is up there for still Dre it's, it's in the credits um, he wrote something else for somebody too yeah his name is up there and, and the crazy thing is his name that's one thing I think Jay has always done and I noticed that by because I, I just copped um uh, Foxy Brown's first joint you know what I'm saying and something that Jay has always done even since way back then um, he's always gotten his credits you know what I'm saying as a writer you know what I'm saying on his shit would you put yourself a credit on a on that (laughs) on what Uh, forgot forgot about Dre no when you say the yeah when you say the firm flop would you would you would you give yourself credit for that? Because that, that's kind of like saying I, I, I'm, I'm sitting on you. Mm, I mean... Somebody wrote... The firm plot just don't come out of nowhere. Like he, that, would, You don't think he was upset about the firm shit? I mean, because... The firm? It had to have one platinum. I don't know. I don't know if it went platinum. It had to have. They had hit singles. Firm Biz. Firm phone Biz was tap. fire. Phone Tap was fire. Um, I think those are only two singles they had, though, right? Yeah, they had the Desperados is on there, right? With cannabis. Are you talking about? Are you? Are you drop? Are you talking about the song? The no, I'm talking about the joint with cannabis. Oh yeah, yeah, that was on there. What the. F- what is the fucking track list? All right, the firm, the album. Yes, that's what I want to see. Okay, there it is. Oh um, my god! Yeah, the Desperados. That was with cannabis on there. 
Uh, the fern. Let me see. Um, da, 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 da. see the sales. Mm. It looks like uh the first week, one forty seven, and it has sold over nine hundred. It sold over nine hundred twenty five thousand copies. What? The, where's the however? Phone tap. They said phone tap failed the chart. The singles was Firm Biz and Phone Tap, but they said Phone Tap failed the chart. I, that shit was hard. It was everywhere. That shit was, was rolling on it. Well, I don't know if it was on the radio, but the it video was, was getting spins. The video definitely got spins. I remember that. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I'm assuming it probably went platinum over time. You know what I'm saying? But if it got to like 925. I mean, it could stop. I can't say that it wouldn't, but it was um, a number one album too. Looks like it. It looks like it could have been, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, it was the number one. And the peak position on a Billboard Top 200 was number one. So would he? I mean, I don't. That don't look like a I flop to me. He was, maybe he was thinking more, more album sales. But you or know what? Maybe platinum. Maybe it. Maybe it was supposed to, but this, this is my thing. A lot of people, if we talking about non non hip hop fans, mm-hmm. they don't know AZ. They definitely don't know Nature. I mean, that's when I was first inter- introduced to that Nature. That was my first time. It. it was supposed to be Cormega, and, and, and then Cormega was supposed to be yeah, in the exactly. first place. So he took he took Nature. I mean, he took Cormega's spot. Yeah, and then obviously Foxy. At that time in '97, because her album came out in '90, her I know the second album came out '99. Il Nana came out in '96. Il Nana came out '96. The okay, Firm so came out in '97, and Foxy it, dropped China Doll in '99. '99, yeah. So if if I'm thinking about it, the Firm is not a, a household name, so. For them to go gold or even go number one, I think that's still an accomplishment. And then Nas, is Nas, Nas was the biggest. He had two records already. Yeah, Nas has the name, but Nas is not somebody that's selling five million records. And nigga, either, Nature's you know brand new. Nature didn't drop for yeah, all so seasons then, till two thousand. Yeah, so I, I think maybe the expectation. I mean, this looked like a huge rollout. I mean, it looked like a mega group, but you know what I just it was. You know what it was, honestly, um, and I know they've done hits. They're they're an incredible. They I don't think they get a lot of credit when people talk producers and what you know that style and what that sound was at the time. But Trackmasters did half of the beats, and Dre did half of the beats. So you know, Steve Stout was the executive producer. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know what kind of made this come about. Like, again, like you're saying, we, we didn't really know nature. We knew who AZ was. If you're a Nas fan, you knew who AZ was. If you're a Nas fan, you knew who Foxy was. If you're a Jay-Z fan, you know who Foxy was. But that is more, you gotta be fans of them two dudes. You gotta be a fan of Nas. You gotta be a fan of Jay-Z to get the other people because if you didn't know AZ if you're not from Brooklyn and you didn't really just know AZ like that because AZ drops his album Do or Die in 95 you know what I'm saying that's one year 
before it was written. That's one year after Illmatic. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's it's tough for it to be like a quote unquote super group. You know what I'm saying at the particular time. And I think I know why. Why? This is when Dre. This is one of his Af- first aftermath. After, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know he he had that that one aftermath compilation, mm-hmm. uh, which really. <laughs> That shit didn't do well. I already know that, and I, I had that shit. Uh, but I think I think this is this is really him, mm-hmm. you know, maybe lashing out that this wasn't, you know, as big of a success as he thought it would be because he's always used to, you know. But that, at the same time, it's not his group, you know. Well, look saying? at this so, too. It was released '97 on Aftermath, Interscope, Def Jam, and Columbia. With wow, all of those labels, yeah, with all of them labels, with Dre, you know, being the legend that he is, they were probably expecting way more than just yeah, at least double platinum. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. At least at that particular time, and if it struggled to go platinum, which I don't even know if it officially did or not, because of what you know is is being written in here, because. Wikipedia is, is the thing where if, if it happens, then you can go edit it. I'm not saying that it didn't. I'm just saying this is the information that we have from here. But, um, yeah, no, nah, I, I feel you. Something like that probably can get, you know, it, it'll probably be looked at as a flop, especially if you put a lot of money into it and everything else. Um, okay, but yeah, let's get back to the Blueprint joint. Um, I'm taking the watcher off. I'm good with the 2001 version. I didn't need this one. And I wanted more from Dre and Rakim, and this this ain't give it to me, you know what I'm saying? So I got two on my joint. You got the dream, the watcher part two. And and to, before you get to number four, <laughs> we got three completely off the wall beats. Not off the wall in a, in a bad way, but none of them are coherent. None of yeah, you're right. We right got now, I just blaze these all over the place. We got kind of like a dark, melodic one to start, and now we got a Dr. Dre beat. This is not... This is not sounding number great. four... It's Kanye West. We were talking about the other podcast, uh, you know, a couple podcasts ago about redoing a Tupac song. How hard is that to do? Now we got me and my girlfriend, Which a.k.a. A- Bonnie Clyde. Exactly. And now we're like, wow. So this, so are you keeping O C Bonnie and Clyde? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Hell no. No. <laughs> get that. Get it off. I'm good. I'm good. I think I might. I might. I'm taking it off. I'm good with Crazy in Love. That collaboration, I'm good with that. You, I could do without this. Nope. I didn't. You know what? I'll be honest. I'm a Machiavelli. That you already know. My that's like my favorite Tupac album of all time. No. Nope. And and we weren't that far removed to where I want to hear it done again. Honestly. Yeah, because what year was this? 2003, Pac... This is 2002. Oh, this is 2002, Pac... Yeah. 
And he started recording this in 2001 and finished in August of 2002. I'm good. No, I don't need that. I don't need it. Take it off. All right. Yep. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, that was I'm easy. Not, I'm not, not going to take it either. <laughs> All right. Excuse. All right, I know this next one, this next one is, is definite. I, I know you can excuse me, man. Fire. Fire. Don't even need to go on to. Classic. Classic Pharrell man. and. and Chad and Hugo. Ugh. The Neptunes record was just fire. Just nah, I'm not taking it off. I'm good. And with that. It, it, it marks the end of misogynistic hole because yeah, it's a little bit more grown up. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. So because that, you can't be talking about big pimping when you you know when you got you know it don't it, you know it doesn't match match well. Okay. You know, when you, when you got Beyonce on the album. So. True, true indeed. Um, now, all around the world, I will... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, wait, oh. What they gonna do? Oh, wait, wait, am I looking at the right one? Featuring Sean Paul. We right there. We right there. Um, What they gonna do featuring Sean Paul is number six. Timberland. I'm sorry. Wait, Gotta go. Let me make sure I have the right one. Hold on. Yeah. That, oh, I'm looking at 2.1. That yo, yeah, okay. So two. What what they gonna do featuring Sean Paul? That's why it's not on 2.1. Nope, gotta go. Peace. Oh yeah, my bad. It never existed. Yo yo yo. You know what? <laughs> yo yo yo. Is this yo. the one that had that crazy beat at the end though? That flip. Um, you know what? I, I do. do. I like one of what they gonna do though. I do too. I don't know if that's the one. I don't think that's the one either. I think I like Diggers one better. I think. Yep. Yeah, we can take that one off. I'm good. Sorry, I'm gonna keep all around the world. Oh. Um. Um. Yeah, that's a sweet, that's a sweeper. I think I that's, like that that's one. one of his most underrated songs. The hook was fire. The beat, the beat was it was it was a it was a good song. I, I'm feeling that. Okay, um, you know what? I might take it off. I like it, but I don't love it. I think it is a sleep. I I feel you. I think it's, but I'm looking at because we're doing twelve. So I know I got some heat in the tuck that I kind of want to make sure gets on there. So I'm going to put all around the world to the side for, oh man, <laughs> oh man, I hate, I hate, I hate to talk about this next one. You know, like popping tires. Did you like it? I mean, they, I, I liked it. I played it a lot. I played I it a lot like. trying to figure out if I liked it or not. I hate that hook. I hate the hook. Like, I and I remember the first time I heard it without looking at the, um, I, I thought it was Bone Thugs on there when I, when I grabbed, oh, yeah. when I grabbed right. the CD. Like yeah, man, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I, I love Big Boy, Killer Mike, Twister. I just, I don't think, I don't know, man. It seemed like records on here, like, why? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, why did you choose the people that you chose? Because Blueprint was stripped down. This this makes sense. I mean, he obviously had a thing with Twister. I know. Killer Mike and Big Boy, they from the same camp, and he probably always wanted to do something with Outkast because he has respect. So I think this album kind of feels like it was a it was a, a time for him to collab a lot. So I, I'm not mad at that. Uh, I think I probably still caught up in the Blueprint Two title. Me too. I feel you. I feel you. I think that's what I'm thinking too. Cause I already, you already got a hella feature, and and we still got another feature after this. Exactly. Okay, so we'll move to uh, um, fuck all night. Yeah. Um, I'm not rolling. I, I mean, lo- I, I played it. I played it a lot, but it. I like the song, but I think it could have went. It's in the vein of "Excuse Me, Miss," but it, it's s- catchy. It's clever lyrics, but the it's it's not my favorite. You know, if you want to call it ne- Neptune, we'll call it Neptune. So I don't know if Chad was in it. We'll call it Neptune. Yeah, no, it, Chad, it, it, Chad was it, in this it, one. It, Chad it, was in this one. This was this was Neptune's. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I could take it off, being that we got "Excuse Me, Miss" on here. Um, <clears throat> point out the bounce. Nah, I'm not rolling. Word. Yeah. The beat was hard. Are you not rolling because nah, of the Kanye verse? It's not a hard. It's not a hard ten one beat. It's actually light. Man. It sound like it. It's when it start. So hold on, and Timberland is just out of here. Then we don't need Timberland on the album. Cause I'm a, we gonna jump to it, but we need Timberland on the album. We just need Jay letting him play his whole. Too many hoes is trash. We need, we need Jay to listen to the whole Timberland beat, mm-hmm. and then say, "Nah, I don't want this one." What else you got? Nah. Well, instead of saying instead of Timberland saying, "This is what I got," and then Jay like, "Okay." I mean, cause exactly think about I mean. it. Boom, boom, Come on, son. Like, you heard, like, when we see on a movie and he'd be like, did we hear the beats that he turned down? Was this, was was Timberland, did he not have a lot of fire? And Jay just took whatever. Was this, <laughs> you know, like, yo, I don't, I remember trying to, like, too many holes, man. All right, so... I want to keep the bounce, but yeah, nah, fuck it. Let's get it out of here. Okay. So off the, f- so I did it my way. Number 11. I love this record. I it, love it too. It's hard. I'm going to keep it. Thank you. Okay. So we both, so right now I got, a dream. I got Hovey baby. Excuse me, miss. <laughs> this sounds like a. This sounds like a terrible album. I don't know how I would erase the tracks, but I got a dream. Hovey baby. Excuse me, miss. And I got. I did it my way. I'm gonna tell you this. A dream is a close out song. Yes. He said 
yeah. say no more, then that's it. Yep, yep, yeah. So you don't, you don't really you start an album. End. You don't start an album in 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 this kind of mood because this sounds like it's gonna be a deep album. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it does. Or, it, it didn't or feel that way. Put it on this one when you got. You can't put it on this one when you got Bonnie and Clyde, the bounce, popping tag. Like that shit don't make sense. The whole first disc doesn't make any sense. Like I don't know who. The first disc should have been the disc two because now you can play the compilation album. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we on this too. I already know this shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We already. That's on there. We got to talk about diamonds forever. That's, that's on there. Damn. That's hard. That's definitely on there. That's hard. Guns and roses. Cat fighting, cat walking. It happens often. Man, like that should have been. Not, this is how you start an album. Mm. Yes. And yeah, then yeah. Yeah. And then Guns and comes on. Okay. Man, one of my favorite, probably one of my all-time favorite day songs. Hmm. You didn't like it? No, I like it. I don't. I don't. Oh, I would. I never thought of it as being a favorite. Um. Whole playing with Bono, you too can live like Sarah the Ferragamo, <laughs> and you. When you float out of your mind, yo, who knew? Oh, yeah, this is the, this is, man, this is the, that's the one right there. And, and Heavy D, come on, man. We, we leave it. Yeah, man, rest in peace, Heavy D. <sighs> Bruh, R.I.P. Heavy D. Um, you don't know Remix. I I have it. I have a um. I have memory loss. Okay. Okay. Where did we hit? I I know this is probably the worst thing that what what was you don't know on? Was it on the first one? Yeah, it's on the blueprint. Why is it on blueprint too? I don't know. Fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what? I don't. I love the song. You and I don't know if I you love know. It too. You don't know it's my favorite record. It's it's hard, but we we can't we can't do that. You you don't know it's my favorite song on uh, the Blueprint. It's my favorite song. What? Yeah, man. It's my favorite song. You hear what he's talking about in that beat? Mama loves me, dog. I love that song, but it's not. I don't. I you don't know it's my shit. He he breaking like you talking about game. You talking about what? Like you don't know what you doing? Sure, I do. Yo, <laughs> I mean, are you keeping it? I'm not. No, keeping no, 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 no. I'm taking this off. I'm taking uh, it off because I already have. You don't know. I love the. Uh, I'm taking I, it off because I have it on the blueprint. I can play it on there. Well, <laughs> I lo- Well, it is the beat is t- slightly different. Um, well, this is what I think. Jay signs MOP. MOP needs to be on a Jay of course, album. Of course, I get that. Let's do a la- let's do a lazy approach and let's just come that, on. That was that was a lazy approach to it. 
Okay. I'm I'm taking it off cuz I cuz I can make room for another great Just Blaze joint that's going to be on there but um uh meet the parents. Oh yeah, we already yeah, we already know that. Keeping it. Definitely. Okay, good cuz that was incredible s- storytelling. Um I think that was our first time hearing Jay tell a story. Sort of like you know what I'm saying it wasn't about him. It was it was my first time realizing something like that um okay uh somehow some way oh, this nigga sighed i was hoping this nigga uh, was a good side uh, it's my problem <laughs> i heard a, a million times not not knocking it okay. my problem is they did this on they did this on dynasty Mm, yes, they did. And I didn't want to hear that somber shit again. <laughs> and I love the dynasty. I love the dynasty song. I love this song. But I'm thinking, uh, what was that on on Scarface album? That song and three did together. It is the classic. Guess who's Bizak? Yeah, this is my shit. That um. But, Not rolling. Let's do some. Let's do something else. Okay, I'm gonna take it off. I'm gonna take it off. Um, because I still need room. Wait. Yeah. How about some people hate? Oh yes, I'm keeping. I'm keeping shit. that too. Yes. No I question. I love the beat. I love the lyrics. I love the delivery. I never used to like it. I used to kind of go over it. I ain't gonna front. But I remember it was just one point, one day that it just clicked. And I played this shit. I had this shit on repeat all day. And that just, them drums, like, this is, this is Ye at some of his best producing. This shit was hard. Like, I I love this song. Um, So I'm keeping that. Blueprint 2, there's no question. Your little homie jungle is a garden to me. Stop. Oh, man. This is the most Disrespectful line of all time. That's probably the hardest line I've ever heard in my life. Your little homie jungle is a garden to me. That's the way that they just described the way that the way that Nas and Jay. You gotta go to war. Like you gotta load up. (laughs) You gotta snuff Jay. I you, know Jungle loaded up the cannon and went on a drive when he heard that shit. You had to snuff Jay for and that. And it wasn't even on no, like, fuck you, you know. That's like when Biggie like said. It. it was just some, like, he took your name and he just, mm. he just, you can't think about the jungle, nigga. You can die in the jungle like a million nigga, different ways. It's stuff in the jungle that we don't even know is there. That we don't yeah. even know exists. That will definitely kill you. If you put your hand on a certain frog, you'll die. Forget the pitfalls, the dangers, all types of shit that might have there, the poisonous snakes, everything. And the nigga said he's a garden. Yeah. Something that old people like to spend their time in. 
Tending to flowers, something that's beautiful and bright and brings thoughts of sunshine. <laughs> yeah. And he called him the little homie, like just. That's like when Jay and Nas were just describing in the big documentary, your heartbeat sounds like Sasquatch feet, thundering, cracking the concrete. Like, your heartbeat, nigga? Like, yo, that's some, that's some wordplay right there, or sweat trickling down your cheek. Jay was like... <laughs> We in hip hop. We don't say trickle, and even if it trickles, how can you hear it trickling down? Like that's some shit. That's some shit that he definitely learned from. Like big, you know, your homie jungle is a garden. Me blueprint too, no question. The beat is hard. He brought the flutes in this time around. It was fire. I, I love we we love Nas up there, but. Is it Uchi Wally Walia? Is it one mic? Is it <laughs> uh, Black Girl Lost or Shorty Owe You for Ice? <sighs> hard, hard response. I don't know. What? I don't know. I, 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 I never. What happened? I, I never agreed with. I don't know how I feel about that. Wait, oh, about those lines? Yeah. Oh man, I mean, come on. Like at the end of the day, look. Yes, I mean, hope, I mean, that's I that's mean, hypocritical, obviously. Uh, it's, it ain't necessarily because. Well, nigga, how yeah, it is hypocritical. You can't make fucking. Wally, Wally. All right, niggas go to the club. Niggas, niggas like. Niggas gonna be niggas at the end of the day. Yeah, like look, Nas was doing his they thing. They gonna have. They gonna have fun. You know what I'm saying. And you know This same nigga said Get your independent ass Out of here Question And then he married her That's hypocritical as fuck Like Nah man He can't You can't style on Nas Or shorty Well you know what Well you know what I would say this Nas Nas got to a place Where he wanted to try Music Of course And I think If he thinks His overall catalog and even with Tupac, because, you know, you could say Tupac made how he wanted, and then he made, um, you know, Brenda got a baby. Or of course, a, it happens. You go yeah, through phases. You, know, you, you can't, because I think the worst kind of person is one that says they're pure. And yeah, which is what Jay was trying like to say. He like, was, if, you're, if you're a politician, you act like you, you walk on water, and, and you out here smoking weed and doing lines, and... And hookers and shit, like you know, like I I rather somebody keep it a buck, you know. Exactly. Don't try to be perfect. And that's just like Malcolm X, you know. Like we saw his life before he got into what he got into. So it's just like I I rather somebody be real and say, you know what, I do. This is what I do. But my overall message is this, and I can play. I can play these. He can honestly say I can play these these certain songs for my family in front of my family and maybe I got some wild and out records that I wanted to record so if you look at Nas's career mm-hmm. you can you can play not saying we're not compared to Jay-Z but you can play these songs in front of your family you know what I'm saying like Godson and yeah Daughters like, you know, yeah Daughters like which, like, which Jay know, has a daughter gap, you know Bridging the Gap 
or whatever. Like, there's a lot of positive songs he put out. So I get what this was clever. It was clever. Because he, 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 took, he took you for a ride just like he did with one hot album every 10-year classic. So if, you, if you're not up on it, you're going to believe what Jay's telling you because it sounds... Like when they say rolling, rolling with guys that's telling lies that sound true, like not saying he's lying, but if you not, you can believe this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like damn, like now nah, it's fucked up. You know, like he, you know, like so. I mean, depends I on how know. you look at it. It depends on how you look at it. I mean, he has a point, but it was hard. Not, it, it was still it was a hard, hard diss. Yeah, yeah well, I, I give it to him, but I wasn't rolling with every single thing in there because. Of course, Nas came back, and if you haven't heard it, go check out Godson. You know what I'm saying? The the follow-up to Stillmatic and Last Real Nigga Alive was when he broke down exactly how the whole thing happened. He even talks about, you don't know about my Biggie Wars, who you thought kicking the door was for, but that's my heart. Like, go check that album out if you want to hear the response. But we're definitely keeping the blueprint, too. Um no man, come on man, get that shit out of here. Ho. Yeah, come on, ho, get that shit out. Niggas, niggas, ain't nobody forget the Nas MC, my niggas. Like chill, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I hate all these niggas that's enthusiasts that just run when they talk about takeover. They was like Jay was spitting facts, and you know Nas was spitting, you know, fiction. And it's like, nigga, Ether was harder. Stop it. Yeah, we we gotta we gotta we well we definitely gotta take over Ether. We'll have a conversation because I want these. Blueprint. We got a filmatic versus blueprint. Yeah, um, episode yeah. coming up, yes. and we we gotta break down these albums exactly. Track by track, we want to see which one was you know what, what niggas was feeling because it was two very different albums, but two incredible albums, especially at the point in time of these guys with their careers. But that's why they're still able to put out music the way they do. Um, okay, let's move on to "Nigga Please" featuring Young Chris. I'm keeping that shit. You damn right. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. That's man. That's hard. I'm sorry. Yeah, this one was hard. Yeah, this one was hard. Too many hoes. Get the fuck out of here. I'm I'm good. I'm not. Nope. How? What say you? Nah, I don't. I'm not rolling. As one feature. Whoever did that be take the night off. (laughs) Just wait. I hope. I like this song. I really like this. When did Young Guns come out? Young Guns CD was better than it. (laughs) Yo, let's hot take. When did Young Guns come out, nigga? Because that shit was fucking hot, nigga. What? God, Yo. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Shit. When did Young Guns come out? Um, I want to say '04. Oh, damn, that far? Two more years? Yeah. Uh, yeah, '04, '04 and '05. 
That's that that was a hard C D. Uh Chain Gang. Damn, volume two came out oh three. That shit was hard. I don't know, dog. That's what the shit on there is what I wanna hear, nigga. Like if you we'll we'll, we'll move on, but nigga, I don't I do not wanna hear <laughs> talented rappers. Who it, did that beat? <laughs> just plays. Dog, just you delivering. Yo, yo, but Hove took it though. Hove took it. His whole even... I think Hove was on a deadline or, or something, but I, it just wasn't. It was, it's just not the song I wanted to hear. Dog. It's not memorable. Um, <laughs> a ballad for the fallen soldier. Oh man, one of the best, one of Dave's best songs. And then Neptune, oh, see, Neptune, you know who showed up, nigga? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. You know who showed up on his album? Neptunes. Hold on, Neptunes. Let's, we can't, we can't just get, um, just blaze the fuck out of here, cause. What did he do on this one? Nigga, show you how funny? to do this, son. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I was about well, to say, nigga. Okay, well, that, we know we taking that. That is definitely going on, because that shit right there, man. Damn. Yo, and I still got the one where the girl be like, put a little in the baggie, put a little yeah, in the yeah, yeah, <laughs> That shit is hard body. Bitches and sisters. Which one was that? I'm trying to remember that shit is hard, bro. That fucking let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. That shit is hard. Like, <sighs> yeah. oh no, I'm not keeping it. I'm not keeping. You're it. not keeping it. Nah. I um. I think I'm at twelve anyway. That's that's twelve. Uh, we got what they gonna do part two. We should get rid of the whole fucking song. I mean, let me let me count mine. So I got a dream. That's one. Holy baby. That's two. Excuse me, miss. That's three. Uh, I did it my way. That's four. Diamonds is forever. That's five. Guns and Roses. That's six. Meet the parents. That's seven. Uh, some people hate. That's eight. Blueprint two. That's nine. Nigga, please, that's 10. Battle for a Fallen Soldier, that's 11. Show you how to do this, that's 12. That's 12 joints. I could rearrange that and make that to be like a classic album. So at the end of the day, basically, I mean, we took you through all of this just shit just to tell you that he should have just cut some of these records off. So Jay... Didn't necessarily need a blueprint to, and if there was any more proof that he didn't need a blueprint to to be two discs, he came out with blueprint 2.1 that had other records that he could have put on there, which was like La La La. I didn't have a problem with that song. That song was great. Uh, that was on 2.1. So, um, yeah, I don't have no issues with it. Um, <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? It's definitely, uh, yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. Uh, how do you, um, I mean, overall, like, 
it's not one of Jay's greatest joints. So, um, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like, um, it, you know, as far as sequels go, um, I think we both agree that it didn't have to be Blueprint. Like, I mean, I think that's the capitalizing on the lightning in the bottle situation that people, um, you know what I'm saying, that people, uh, you know, have, they they get into a situation in their careers that they, um, <clears throat> you know, they, they decide that they're, uh, they had something good going, um, and they just try to capitalize on the joint, uh, and this was, I don't know, I guess this was one of them, um, it took longer to make it, and I think, I don't know if the idea or the mindset off the back was to go in and create a double CD, uh, because, you know what? Oh, he needed his double, now I get it. All the legends we brought up a couple podcasts ago, every legend needs a double. Because I was just going to say, well, we can he do it. He had to have a double. He did everything in his career um, before that, so you got to roll out a double. So that, that that part of it makes sense because when else will you do it, especially when you're getting ready to you know, close out your career and retire, so I think this was probably on his bucket list. Possibly. wanting down to retire. So yeah, he, he had to drop a double, and, and I, now now it makes more sense why he did it, and it's just, it didn't come out as good as it should have came out, but we were able to salvage 12 songs that I think would have been um, a really great album. I think so, too. Um, I mean, if you haven't heard this album, definitely go and listen to it. Um, I don't know if I would direct you to listen to the first one, uh, Blueprint, and then listen to this, because it's very hard to go from that album to this album with so much material that was available to you at the time. Um, But what I would like to do, if you haven't heard it in a while, um, I want to, on the next joint, cause we, uh, you know, we, we get into that mark, you know what I'm saying? To where we'll, um, we'll go ahead and close out here and we'll, we'll you know what I'm saying? We'll get right back on Tuesday. Um, the next one I'm going to put up in the air. Let's, since we, since we on double albums and stuff like that, let's go with Streets Disciple. Let's, let's, let's break that down because... Um, I love Streets Disciple. I already think it's better than this one. It's definitely better. I'm just looking at the track list. It's better. It's a lot better. <laughs> God damn! I'm looking. I'm, I'm gonna be excited to listen to this shit tomorrow again. <laughs> like this. Damn, this shit is a lot better. Message to the fans. Yo. Uh, American Way. You know Q-Tip produced that? Who? Q-Tip. What an asshole. <laughs> yo. That's, yo, the only, that's my yeah. only. When I listen to Who Wrote Is This Remix. 
classic. I think I think this is one of the best things I've ever heard in my life, and I can play that song probably the whole day and not get upset. Exactly. And then, and to then I hear this American way. Yeah, it sounds like an old ice. Like I don't, I don't something know the sample, that, but yeah. Not, yeah, no, it no, you're like right. that could have came out in 92 on Ice Cube CD, and I wouldn't have been mad at it. No, no, 100%. If Nas would have just but been a feature, that would have been great. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, he wasn't that old at that time. But, um, yeah, no. Um, nah, there's not too many things that I would even take off of this. I don't, I don't even think we really need to get into it. Uh, to get a good... Uh, contrast to that double CD and Legends putting out double CDs. <clears throat> if you did not hear this record, uh, it came out in 2004, November 30th. Uh, just some great tracks. There's not too many. There's not anything. Damn, this is a really good album. It really was. I remember playing the hell out of this thing. Um, you know, uh, These Are Heroes is... is insane like not there's not too many MCs that would say the things that Nas says um he definitely takes a stand right or wrong that's why you know Jay criticizing him Nas has always pretty much dropped knowledge it's not like it was something new that he was trying to do and um he took chances you know what I'm saying he took chances he did things different um the whole Sekou story and live now that was crazy um, and then acting like a girl, like that. Yeah, was, and 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 the feature was Scarlet, which there is no Scarlet. <laughs> like, is is crazy from the girl's perspective. Um, rest of my life. Uh, damn, what's my other joint? Um, you know the, what? Salam Remy and a Nas collab CD right now might be the the wave. That would be hard. Him and it Les, might, even it might be it might be that time. That or Les, I would take either one of those. I think them two dudes know Nas. They, especially Les, they had a lot of they got a lot of history. Exactly. Salam so, is always a home run, or or maybe even um, Large Professor or Primo. I was still taking Primo, <laughs> Primo and Nas. And I would say Salam and Large Pro. I I be. I wouldn't be mad at a half and half. If if I got Salam, Les, and Large Pro, and give me one Primo track, maybe one or two, I think you got a classic album. And then and then and then Q-Tip owe him, so he he gonna give him a free beat or a remix or something for that American Wasted. So he he should just send someone on a strength. Yeah, because honestly, I don't see too... I don't think there's any... You know where getting married comes from. Uh, no one else in the room. Um, all of those records, obviously, um, Remember the Times, those are all joints, you know, that centered around his marriage. Nas was in a different place at the time. The, unauthor the, unauth the unauthorized biography of Rakim, can you speak? Um, that shit was crazy. A little controversy behind that. Uh, he was supposed to do KRS One, you know what I'm saying? I, I hearing Nas tell these tales, man, that would be incredible. This is a great album. This is really a great album. We don't really need to kind of dissect this at all because I didn't have any issues with it, um, and I still love it. You know what I'm saying to this day. But um, 
yeah, you know what I'm saying? I like, I like this little review that we got going on of these projects and stuff. Um, that was dope. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Blueprint 2. Definitely go listen to it for yourself. Check it out. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, we can go ahead and wrap up here. You know what I mean? And we'll be back on uh, Tuesday, you know, to drop some more heat for y'all. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate y'all checking it out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The podcast, definitely. Um, if you want to check it out, it's on SoundCloud. You know what I'm saying? The Say No More Podcast. Go ahead and search it. This is episode uh, eight, part two. You know what I'm saying? We'll be back with episode nine. I'll probably keep splitting it up, you know what I'm saying, to give, you know, just a little bit here and there, you know what I'm saying, come up with other topics and things like that to talk about. But, um, you know, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. You can also find us at Apple Podcasts as well as Podomatic. And we're going to be looking into, you know, getting it on some other platforms for everybody else to go ahead and check it out. Uh, definitely check us out at uh, the Say No More Pod if you have any questions or anything like that for Twitter. Uh, the Say No More Podcast on Instagram. And once we start dropping the videos, we have the Say No More Podcast YouTube channel as well. So, um, you know, this is Alan B. We appreciate y'all rocking with us once again, you know what I'm saying, on this Sunday. And, uh, yo, B, you got anything more for him? Say no more. All right, y'all. Peace.